No, I was there. I was there the night she got shot. She got shot in the back of the head. Welcome, guys. Welcome to Talk Murder to Me. Oh, John's doing the intro today. Oh, That's different. Okay. Let's hear it. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey, guys. Hello. Hey. Hi. Welcome to Talk Murder to Me. Thanks. I'm John. <laughs> <laughs> So guess what today is? John was like, <laughs> "Hey guys, guess what today is? What? Or tomorrow? Wednesday. Or w- Wednesday? No. Today's, Today's Wednesday. Wednesday. It's Jennifer's birthday. No, my birthday's not tomorrow. Happy birthday, Jen! <laughs> Thanks. My birthday's on Monday. Oh, what, so Jen, what guess what early? Monday is? Jen's Jen, birthday. <laughs> Jen, guess what happens on Monday? What? It's your birthday. Is it? On Monday. That's right. And August 13th. Happy Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jen. Happy birthday to you. Thanks, guys. You say birthday. Yeah, that's weird. (laughs) Birthday. No. Birthday. Birthday. <laughs> this have you always done grammar lessons? Have you always yeah. said that? I've always said it like that. Birthday. Birth, it's birthday. How do you say library? Library. Library. Uh, library. Okay, at uh, least you got that right. Uh, <laughs> All right. So Jen, we do have a birthday no, present for you, thanks, guys. You didn't have to yes, do that. Yes, we did. Yeah. Oh, well, if you insist. Well, yes, we do. Thanks so much. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my gosh, thank you so much. This is like one of my favorite albums of all time. I thought it was. It it is a a it was a Fleetwood Mac Rumors album. Oh, I love this album so much. Thank you so much. And oh. so then when you were saying like, oh it's Tusk, I was I'm like, from across from <laughs> Yes. Oh, I love it. It is a great album. It really is. So, you guys ready to get started? Yeah. So, um, our hint tonight... Wait, uh, what about the drinks and the shots? I know. That's what oh. I'm, go- I'm getting into. getting there. Jeez. Oh, I'm still admiring this. Thank you so much. You're I love welcome. It. For um, you, those of you who don't know, I have a, a really... Uh, one of my, my most prized possession is my uh, record player. And there's a fun story behind it, but I won't share it with you because it takes a long time. Needless to say... Um, so I've been collecting some vinyl, and um, I've actually been looking for this album, like, in um, used, album, used record stores. Well, you didn't look on Amazon, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to get them, like, old original, but, yeah, you know. you know, but, I no, I love it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Glad you can add it to your collection. Yes, and I need to. You can listen to it in your car. (laughs) I mean, I can't, but I will think about it. I'm going to listen to it tomorrow when I'm packing for my trip. Nice. So, see no evil is our hint tonight, Mm -hmm. and so Jen, tell us about our drink this evening. Tonight, our drink is called a blind melon, Uh, and it's yeah, it's bright green. Mm Whoa, that's stronger than I expected it would be. Uh-uh. Uh, well, uh. It's good. It's oh. good, but it's very strong. 
Oh, this is gross. Yeah. It's strong. What it's is it? It's not gross. It's just strong. It's Midori, rum, vodka, and triple sex. So, like, straight booze. So, what's the shot? It's a surprise. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, you gotta drink it. First one to drink it wins. Well, it's time for surprise shots. Surprise shots. Surprise shots. We don't know what they are because they're a surprise. You know, I like that the first one that we went with, like, you just spit it out there and it is the one that's the best. Yeah, you know, it was a, a moment of creative insight. Cheers. Cheers. I picked the surprise shot today. Yes. Mm. Jen. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell is that? That's pucker with crumb roll. Oh, nope. shit. Pucker with. <sighs> I did look it up. It is actually a legitimate shot. What is it? Holy hell. Ugh. A caramel apple shot. No me gusta. It's, uh, no me gusta nada. The sour oh. apple with butterscotch. So I told you it was see no evil. So tell me what you think we're going to be talking about tonight. Someone's getting acid thrown in their face. That is Whoa. really dark. That happens more than you would like exactly. to know. Exactly. Um. Um. I think. As part of a murder, someone had their eyes gouged out. That's an interesting guess. Someone gets their eyes eaten out by a bird. Whoa. Whoa, so the, the like murder dead... is actually a bird? No, or... like they find a dead body and the oh. birds are eating out the eyes. Yeah. Like the carcass. Oh, we're getting really dark with I, these I guesses. Know, it's, I know. What, where do you think we're going? Nebraska. Wow, you have that like ready to yeah, go in your pocket. I was pocket like ready there. to go. Um, wait, Canada? No, we're not going to Canada. New Jersey. New Jersey? No, we're not going to New Jersey. Oh, Texas! Hey, there you go. We're going to Texas. Yeehaw! So I need to go get my cowboy hat that I don't have. <laughs> I've We're going to old Texas tonight. You don't have to. It's okay. What'd I, you say? It's fine. You don't have to. The drink. <gasps> oh, is this a 60s or 70s murder? This is Nicole's favorite. Van Morrison is my favorite, yes. Hey, where did we go? Days of the rains came. Sam in the hollow. Saying the new game. Laughing and I'm running. Hey, hey. Skipping and I'm jumping. Need the misty morning. Ah, oh, I'm awesome dumping you. My brown eyed girl. So is the killer blind? No. They get their eyes gouged out. I'm yeah. telling you. I'll find the irony. According, according to, you know, ranker.com, yes. where you can rank stuff. Yep. There are, are over a hundred songs, the best songs dedicated to eyes. Those are the top three? No, the top three is, the top 
one, two, and three. Number one being Behind Blue Eyes, The Who. What? Yeah. Can't Take My Eyes Off You. You're uh, just too good to, to be true. Yeah. Can't, can't take then my brown eyes girls. off of you. You'd be like having to touch. I want to hold you so much. At long last, love has arrived. And I thank God I'm alive. You're just too good to be true. You know, Even I, the, I know uh, I'm pretty good at musical impressions. And Frankie Valley is actually on my list. I could do it if I wanted to. I kind of want to, but I don't want to right now. Maybe when I'm drunker tonight. The Doors have two songs about eyes, and even the Butthole Surfers make an appearance on the eyes list. Cinnamon and sugary and softly spoken lies. Is Green Eyed Lady on the song? Oh, yeah, play it. This is Sugarloaf. It's so good. If you listen to it with headphones, it literally goes from one ear to the other. But you gotta listen to that song with headphones on. It will change your life. <sighs> Probably not. All right. So, why is all these people writing songs about eyes? What's the deal with eyes? Because They're eyes the are the window to your soul. soul. Says who? I don't, I don't know. know. Besides the who, because they, they actually say that in the who song. Really? Well, like when you look in someone's eyes, like your eyes are so emotive. You can do so much with your eyes, like. RBF, wrestling bitch face, like people who have like <laughs> like a wrestling bitch face usually have a dead look in their eye. Or like if you're What dead, about me? You right now you have face. an attitude with your eyes. Because y'all been yelling at me. You well, you yelled at me. You deserved it. Now you're sad. No one knows what it's like. <laughs> To be the bad man. All right, so to be the sad Jen, man. Continue with your eye thing. Behind John's eyes. Um. Uh, so I mean, you can just you, like it, it's true though. The window to the soul. You can see into a person with them. I know that sounds weird, but I feel like and not I really feel like but. <laughs> no, 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 not inside of them, but like you can like you know the. You can see a lot about a person from their eyes. You can use uh, eye contact as a way to tell if someone is being deceitful. You can use eye contact to make a connection with someone. Yeah. You can use eye contact, um, you know, in, in, like, the way that your your eyes look. You know, they're... It's just... it's it, they're, they're, they're everything. If you, like... If you just look at me... Look at me right now. I have my eyes covered. You just see a mouth moving, right? Yeah. You know, you can't really see what I'm thinking. True. But if you have your eyes open, you can kind of see what a person is thinking because you can see if you look to the left, it's like it's like if you look to the left and up, you're thinking of something truthful. If you're looking to the right and down, you're really lying or something like that. I don't know. Hmm. But also beyond that, um, your eyes are like the only organ, like they're the only thing in your body that doesn't change over time. Hmm. Your eyes stay the same size your entire life. Really? Uh-huh. Google it. It's true. That's interesting. What do you Maybe have to say? Maybe that's why babies have big, eyes. big eyes. Yeah, it's true. Oh, wow. Interesting. What do you have to say about eyes? I don't really have anything to say about them. Eyes are one of the most attractive qualities about people. I love them. Eyes and arms. You gotta have nice arms. Mm. Well, you don't have to. They're just a bonus. But, <laughs> like, I don't know. I really like blue eyes. I, I'm partial because I do have blue eyes myself. What about green eyes? Green eyes are nice, too. I like those. What about eyes that change color like mine? That's kind of cool, too. Okay, so we're going to 1990s. 
Oh. So you guys were still sperms, and I was actually born. Well, what year? No, I was born in 1990. You were born in 1990? Yes, she was. Oh, I was born in 1991. So we're going 1990, December 13th. Oh, wow. That is just a week like, before yeah, I was born. Literally. Yeah. So she was a sperm. Yeah, you were a sperm. No, was Nicole a, was, a was a sperm. A <laughs> <laughs> Nicole was a fetus. Nicole, you... you. <laughs> Whoa, sorry. I, Nicole. Whoa, I was, I was fully cooked, <laughs> ready to go. You were the bun in the oven, ready to come on out. I found ding, out. Ding, ding. You know what? I was an oops baby. Oh. Yeah. All right, can we do this story or yeah, not? We're, 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 you know, can we pour in our shot? No. Jen, it's your last night. Do you want me to get sick or do you want me to get wine drunk? Sick. <laughs> Shot. You are awful. What? Really? Okay, so we're going 1990. December 13th. We're in a small town in Texas. Smaller town. Oak Cliff. But it's really close to Dallas. Now, you got to understand. In the 1990s, Dallas, Texas was... I mean, it it portrayed this image of success, and it was. It was a very up-and-coming city, you know, very big city. But there was also, like any big cities, a huge amount of crime. In the year that we're going to go right now, 1990. So in 1990, keep in mind, there were over 500 homicides in Dallas. Wow. So I'm going to talk about a few murders. What is that? Who cares, right? I mean, like, that's the purpose of A few of out of 500, I yeah, guess. Yeah, a few out of 500. I mean, I could talk about any of those murders, right? So why would I pick this story? I don't know. You tell us. Because there's a serial yeah. killer in there. And not only that. He was responsible all the, for all 500. All the... Yeah, yeah. Shit. <laughs> That'd Jeez. be crazy. That, there is a story I want to do where the dude has, like, 900... What? <laughs> yeah. That's like 900 is almost all of the people I've encountered in my life. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. How many encou- how many people do you think you encounter on it in well, an Well, it may be 900. You, you encounter a lot of people. His profile is 800-900. Like 800 to 900. That's crazy. And then there's a question mark. Like maybe it's a little more. Anyway. <clears throat> so, there's a lot of people getting murdered, especially prostitutes. Streetwalkers, mm, right? Yeah. They are a big target in our podcast. They are, yep. aren't they? Um, is Jack the Ripper targeted streetwalkers? Yeah. yeah. Doctor Cream. Doctor Cream. Doctor Holmes. Doctor Holmes. The, well, not he didn't really target streetwalkers. Um, like more people coming to visit the World Fair and stuff. Oh. We're talking about prostitutes again. So we're going to Dallas, Texas, 1990. 500 people die, and we're going to talk about a couple of prostitutes getting killed. Mm. I mean, who cares, right? True. I mean, everyone deserves to have someone care about their death. Yeah, but 99%, well, not 99, 90% of these prostitutes were addicted to crack cocaine. In fact, if you the prostitutes walking in Dallas, Texas on the street in the red light district, okay, they would do what they call flatbacks. So basically, a flatback is is twenty five dollars for sex, raw like sex position. without a condom. But they would set a price at twenty five dollars, which was the money that they could buy the next hit of crack for. So they would literally do a flatback, go buy a hit of crack, and then repeat the process all over. 
Like that was their life. So we're talking I, about. I feel like that's not a lot of money to have sex with somebody for. Well, hey, supply and demand. They when were you're just trying yeah. to get high. I guess that's your minimum price. And I'm not yeah. trying to say that in a way that's like, well, they were just trying to get high. But like, if that's what you're aiming for, like, I, I you know, it's sad. You know, you don't know what kind of story people have to, the, to get them to the point that they got to. And I'm not trying to go on the whole soapbox. I won't. But I'm just saying, you know, you don't know the story behind everyone. Here is one of the streetwalkers at the time. Wow. Thin eyebrows are really be- in back oh. then. I will say. What do you mean? If thin I have eyebrows. to shoot my eyebrows. Own, yeah, really thin. If I have to shoot my own horn, like the one thing that I have going for me is my eyebrows. It's not the one thing, but I agree. Thicker eyebrows are so much better. Well, they're not like eyebrows. super thick eyebrows. They're nicely shaped. I have to keep them shaped in order to like maintain my shape yeah. of my eyebrows. Because. If I have nothing else but my humor to go for me, I have my eyebrows. Jen, Jen you're fishing. Am I? I'm not fishing. <laughs> I tell that to John all the time. In my eyes. So my, you think she looks pretty, or what? Like I from mean, here, from I think here if, if she here had, is good. I think if she had thicker eyebrows, she would be very attractive. What about now? What does she look like? Oh, okay. <laughs> well, no, she's dead. And... Okay, so that's sad. Um, I actually, I like the gap tooth. I think the gap tooth. So Mary Lou Pratt was the first victim. Do you? I did before I had braces and now my retainer is starting to get too loose. So I need to get it tight. Otherwise I'll have a gap tooth again. There you go. Mary Lou Pratt died December 13th, 1990. She was a street walker in Dallas, Texas. She was hitting, doing the flatbacks, you know, for the crack. Yeah. And she was, I mean, she was a pretty girl. Yeah, she was. But there were so many of the women doing that because there was no other employment for them. You know, and that that was like their only option. So, mm. but, and being a prostitute, and, and even today, you know, you, there's occupational hazards. Yeah. Uh-huh. You probably get beat up half the time, you know. Yeah. Or an and, STD. Yeah, or an STD. So... There's occupational hazards, but she didn't know that this would be an occupational hazard. Ew. Oh, oh God. dear. Oh, so, God. Oh, no. Okay. You had to describe what that is. Yeah. On December 13, 1990, she was discovered by police. Now, Mary Lou Pratt is 35 years old. She was a streetwalker. She was shot in the back of the head with a 44 caliber pistol. And on the website... On our blog, I'm putting all the pictures. You can actually see the one mark where they actually shaved her head. And then at close range, the killer had put a 44 caliber pistol to the back of her head and shot straight well, into her brain. That's the top of her head. Yeah. That's an X. They, yeah, they cut. They, they, they had to cut the bullet the up. The examiner yeah, did yeah. that. Oh. Yeah. Like, I thought the killer thought cut an X into her head. Oh, no, no, no. That's... Okay, so she goes to the Dallas forensic pathologist, Mm -hmm. Elizabeth Peacock. That's her name. I want to see your peacock. Your peacock. That's like the Katy Perry song. And I don't even like Katy Perry that much, but I don't like Katy Perry. Anyway, I was looking at this Elizabeth Peacock. She's been like sued countless times. Is that her hooker name or is that her No, this is the actual forensic investigator. Investigator Elizabeth Peacock. So the body... 
Okay, the body is one of 500 this year. Ugh. Right? Yeah. So In the year? The forensic... It's like yeah, Chicago now. This yeah. year, 1990, was over 500. The forensic pathologist... It's another day in the office. Oh, another body I got to autopsy. How did this... I mean, you could you would have two a day. How did this to, to examine. prostitute die? How did this streetwalker get murdered? Just like all the other ones, right? So she goes and examines the body. Okay, obviously, cause of death, forty-four caliber bullet to the back of the head. Okay. Case shut, right? So now she's doing her... Postmortem, kind of like writing down how tall she is, the weight, all the stuff to put in the computer. And she gets to the little check mark, says eye color. So she goes over to the body of Mary Lou Pratt, the prostitute that was just shot with a 44 caliber pistol. And just like all the other ones, she's got to write down the eye color. So she lifts the eyelid up with her finger to look at the eye color. She lifts the eye lid up. She stares for like a long time and she's never seen anything like it. The eyeball is completely gone. <gasps> oh, nice. But that's the thing. She did both eyes? Yeah, so she checks both eyes. Both oh, eyeballs are gone, but so at first the eyelids are down because she's dead. Right. Goes well, into the office doing a routine autopsy. She lifts the eyeballs up, but she didn't notice any any cuts around the eyelids? If someone really wanted the eye, they would get it. They're like scooped out. There's six major muscles that hold the eyeball into place. Yes. So the killer, whoever did this, whatever sadist, sick son of a bitch that An did this, had to take a very, very fine tip knife and, and lift up the eyeball, the eyelid, put the blade in there ever so slightly and start cutting at very precision. There was no other cuts around the eyes. Keep in mind, she didn't notice any other cuts. I mean, right. she, she didn't assume that the she, eyes yeah. were there. She, she didn't realize the eyes were gone. The, wouldn't the eyelids be sunken in though? No, they were completely there. She didn't realize that her eyeballs were out of her socket completely until she was doing the eye color and writing the eye killer down for the documentation. Wow. The eyeballs. That's crazy. The eyeballs. And it's, they don't teach this in any school that she's been to. They don't even teach this in surgery school and stuff like that. You know, it, it takes a lot of skill. And not only skill, but very meticulously OCD concentration to actually cut through the muscles without scarring anywhere else in the eye and cut the eyeball out. What are y'all doing? I was telling Nicole how good my wine was without ruining your story. Why? Because I wanted to tell her it was good wine, but I didn't want to interrupt you. I thought you you were telling me to finish the drink. Finish your drink, John. We gotta finish it. It made me immediately think of Shrek when he stirs the eyeball martini. Ew. I love Shrek. It's such a good movie. Number two, I'm an organ donor, but I would like to make this request public. I don't want them to take my eyes. I don't know if that's selfish, but I just don't want them to cut into there. What were you thinking being an organ donor? They're obviously not going to want my liver, but anything else (laughs) other than my eyes is fair game. If they want a heart, well, they might not want that either. But you can't pick and choose which organs, Jen. They can take your eyes. 
I don't want them to take my eyes. I'm yeah, but the did you specify that? Where do I specify that? Yeah, they they've replaced eyes and yeah, they replace everything. All aboard! Welcome, guys, to Jen and Nicole debate stuff. Um, favorite restaurant in Boston? Go. Uh, I like legitimately have no idea. Me either. All right. Okay. Try um, again. <laughs> um, favorite quality in guys? Oh. Because we did talk about eyes already, but I don't know. I'm I am I'm mix, like physical quality or like quality in general. I think okay, go physical first. Okay, um, but we can't say eyes. No. Okay. Um. Smile. Okay. I'm gonna say like forearms. Oh, forearms, not biceps. No, definitely I, not biceps. All right. So here's my thing with the smile. When you have like, like you can you can you can smile, but guys that don't smile usually like have something going on. Like yeah. you have to have like a nice full face, like a full smile. Toothy smile. Yeah, like a joyful face. Yeah. You know, because you, you want to be, you're not just friendly, but you want to be joyful. And because there are many parts of life that are joyful. Yeah. But also, I will argue against just the forearms. Because biceps, guys that have, like, biceps, not like huge biceps, he- but like... Yeah, huge biceps, like, weird Not now. huge biceps, but like, nice toned arms in general. Yeah. Forearms are part of that, but like, if you have, like, a nice bicep... Like, even if you're a skinny guy, I feel like that's, like, really nice. Well, I guess, I don't know, I, mm, I'm i not, I don't like skinny guys. I don't really either. So no, typically, I don't. Typically, so I don't. I won't, I won't just, gener- I don't want to generalize, but I know, generally, I don't really like skinny guys, um, but... I, I like because I'm a bigger girl, so I kind of feel like I want like a like a guy that's not necessarily fat, but like you know I has some yeah, meat to his bones. I don't like I don't like skinny guys because I feel like I'm gonna break them. Like I, I don't want to feel like I'm gonna like I could take somebody. Yeah, to fight. same. I feel the same way. Yeah. But it's that's just cool. because and, and then so maybe that's self esteem so issue. I don't know. I feel like forearm strength shows more. Okay, I'm back. So what do y'all think about them eyes? I think it's really sad. I think but they're really prostitutes. What, what, are they, like, like, the, what are the they killer, doing with the eyes? Like, the what are they? Has some sort of eye fetish. Yeah, what are they doing with that? So or he's what, an optometrist. He's a doctor, right? So they thought Jack the Ripper was a surgeon. Mm-hmm. You know, all right. I feel like he doesn't necessarily have to be a doctor. Eventually, we should do Jack the Ripper. His last murder, Jack the Ripper. Y'all know about it? Mm-mm. It was fucking nuts. He put all the organs on the windowsill so people can see them. Oh, that's gross. Like, he displayed them. Well, that's the interesting thought. Like, display is a great word. Because this body, it's not like he threw it in a ravine. Yeah, the picture he showed us was, like, in the middle of a... He threw it in a quiet subdivision where people will find it, keep in mind. He wanted it to be found. So there's some type of serial killer out there that actually wants the body to be found. He wants fame. Zodiac killer. Maybe not fame, but maybe just... Maybe just say, hey, I'm smarter than you to the police. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but it's not just that he just cut the eyes out. Eyeballs.
are weird. They're these strange little blobs that sit inside your skull, and there's nothing else in your body quite like them. They aren't I love bone, John Green. But they aren't soft like the tissue under your skin either. Most of your eyeball isn't even the white stuff that you see from the outside. Most of your eye is actually a clear, jelly-like type of collagen, the same kind of structural protein that gives your nose and ears their shape. The whiteness you see when you look at the eye is the sclera, the outer layer that holds the whole sac. So that's what he was cutting around but the sclera. The guy or the girl, whoever killed this prostitute, remember one of five hundred, had actually, without cutting anywhere or bruising anywhere, precisionly lifted up and put the razor above, right in that section above the eye itself, and cut the muscles all around in a complete three hundred and sixty circle. That means that the the woman was already dead when she did this. That's he, true. He or she did. Cops or the police, the Dallas police noticed another thing. There was no blood at the crime scene. The body was there. There's no blood. What does that mean? That he means- moved her. Yeah, exactly. It was a dump site. So who would do this? An optometrist. An optometrist. What's your guess, Jen? Someone evil. Well, that's like Dr. Evil. Dr. Evil. One billion freaking dollars okay let me tell you the fbi was called in because all right number one the police or someone involved in voodoo who needed many talismans the forensic pathologist was like holy shit tits shit tits (laughs) (laughs) there's no eyes in this motherfucker you know that's a thing Shit tits are a thing. What? How is shit tits things? No. Oh, People I take shits mean. on tits. That's not true, Jen. That's true. Look it up. No, is that no, like a... No, I don't want to look it is up. That, no, not Jen, now, but in your free is time. that like a Cleveland steamroller? Probably. What? I don't what know. What is that? A Cleveland steamroller. I don't know what that is. Two months go by. We're now in 1991. Oh. The forensic pathologist, they notify the detectives, because the detectives didn't even know. Right, because that's how who would fuck would look for that? Yeah, I mean, who's gonna look for that? Really? Well, yeah, the detectives don't usually touch the body. True. Num, 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 touch my body. So they're freaking out. song. Because number one, they are pretty sure this is gonna happen again. Because someone that to do that with that much precision and that much time is almost like an OCD. Hmm. It's almost that. I mean, who would do that? Someone would an idiot do that? Or would someone with very high intelligence do that? I would say high intelligence. An idiot would most likely fuck it up. Exactly. So what is... That means... And you need to have like a lot of patience for that. Yeah. So that means that he probably planned it. Which yeah. means he he's planning another one. Probably. So the hookers on the street, the street walkers on the streets of Dallas, they're freaking out already. There's not a serial killer walking around. Technically. But there's someone that... So, all right. I want to point out the detectives did not... The Dallas police did not release the actual mutilation, if you want to call it. The actual cutting of the eyes to the media. So, detectives are kind of freaking out. Not only that, but the prostitutes walking the streets are freaking out. Because they don't know exactly what's going on because they didn't release the actual 
event to the media. They didn't release that detail at all? Exactly. They didn't release it at all. Well, to be fair, it was only one incident. So, like... But they that's a big like that's a big thing. Of, that's of a that that's a very to not release the fact that their eyes were cut out. Yeah. That would be why didn't they release it? Because it would freak out everyone, not only the prostitutes, because they're now a target. They're like freaking walking around like shit. Is this gonna be the guy that cuts my eyes out? That yeah, was suck. This was the first incident, so like maybe it was just an isolated incident. They don't know that it's someone that's yeah. being targeted. They're targeting streetwalkers yet. But they knew someone that had went through all that trouble was probably not going to stop at one. It's like that, you know, yeah, those chips. That- once you pop, the fun don't stop. Oh, once Pringles. you pop them eyeballs out of them sockets. But it's interesting, though, that they didn't release that detail to yeah. the public. Well, they released the murder. Now, one detective, not going to name names because no one knows who, released to one of the reporters, probably a junior reporter trying to get up the chain. He did release that the face was mutilated. So the paper actually came out that there was mutilation. There was severe mutilation in the face. Kind of like last night in Tusk when Johnny Depp's character was like the mouth was disturbed. Yeah. The eyes were disturbed. So. Who knew that Tusk would be so relevant? Two, two months later. Another prostitute is dead. And displayed in Oak Cliff, the same neighborhood, small neighborhood community where the other one was. Now, detectives, I mean, like I said, there's 500 murders a year. Okay, another prostitute. They die all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Part of the job. The body goes to the forensic pathologist. Yada, yada, yada. Checking N- the eye color. Now it's three bullets. Okay. A little escalation in force. Susan Beth Peterson, 27-year-old. She was a very pretty prostitute. She was one of the prettiest white prostitutes on the street. Hmm. You have a picture? Yeah. Anyway. She looks like an Italian mother. Yeah, it's the hair. So anyway, she was a prostitute. Three bullets. Bow, 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 you're dead. So, pathologist looks at the body. Okay, natural causes for prostitute bullets in the back of the head. Right, pretty natural. Let's open the eyes, check the eye color. Gone. But they can't because there's no eyeballs. And just like before, there's no scarring. There's no cuts. There's no accidental, oh shit, I nicked it. There's nothing. It's clean. Hmm. Couldn't even tell because when she was laying there, her eyelids were closed. Mm-hmm. You couldn't tell. So now we got two. So the po- forensic pathologist was the first one to know. Holy fuck! There's a serial killer. This is bad. Yeah. Okay. Because she's used to doing all kinds of murders, right? I mean, she's all kinds. She's seen everything, but she has never seen anything like this. And immediately, if you think of Jack the Ripper, Jack the Ripper was surgically trying to perfect his craft, and he got better and better and better. Same thing. So now it leaks to the media. Now we got two out there. And now the eyeball killer is born. Oh. 
Mm. I see. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Were you saving that? No, I wasn't. I just, that was that okay. Can I pee now? No. This is Susan Peterson. They noticed she has a fupa like me. What? She got a what? A fupa. Fat upper pubic region. <laughs> what? Fat upper pubic region? Uh-huh. <laughs> Fat upper pubic region. Yeah, see? Area. Fooper? Area. Area. Pu- fat upper pubic Oh, fupa. Fupa. Uh, it sounds like uh, it sounds like John's fucking drunk. No, it sounds like something you would get at like it's Burger Chalupa? King. No, not Chalupa. Like uh, uh, you know, one of those places that serve hummus and stuff, pitas. Mediterranean. Mediterraneans. Mediterraneans. Can, can I have a fupa, please? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Okay, so with victim number two, Susan Peterson, they noticed a condom wrapper. By her right foot or by her left foot, can you see it? Well, at least they no. use a condom. You can't see it. Yeah, I need I a laser. Yeah. I need a laser pointer. <laughs> yeah, I see it. Yeah. So, but they did rape. They they did a rape kit test on both the victims so far, but there was no indication of rape either. Mm. You know, so I mean, but she had three bullet wounds in it in her head. Well, I do have to make a point. If she was a streetwalker, then. Like, I'm sure that, I'm sure that rape is common among their profession, but, um, most of it I'm sure is consensual, right? I would, if then, isn't yeah. that what they're, they're, I'm not, I'm not trying to say this in a negative way. I'm just saying, like, if that's what they, if that's what their occupation is, then I would, I would assume that a majority of it would be consensual. So why would there be evidence of rape? Um, you may still see evidence of rape and, like, the fact that it might be... mm, Well, maybe they only paid for, like... trauma, like sexual trauma. Yeah, I guess. That makes sense. Like, maybe they only paid for, like, a minor service but then raped her because they didn't want to pay for the other... And like I said, I'm not trying to say that in a judgy way. I'm just... I'm I'm seriously... I'm just seriously... um, inquiring i guess i suppose is the word i don't i don't know like i don't know i guess it's it's different different culture than it it happens okay so now they got two now the word's getting out now the streets the street walkers the prostitutes are freaking the fuck out but is the eye thing still not disclosed the eye thing yeah it does get disclosed because someone leaked it to the reporter so now you have the police department, Dallas Police Department, frantically looking because, okay, this these aren't just isolated murders. This is a probable, very high intelligence serial killer that is planning these. And not only that, there's an escalation effect. The murder's getting more brutal. Right. And they're getting more splayed out, more... It's honestly like... He threw this girl out like she was a piece of trash. Like you're just dumping her. And no but, one deserves that. But she wanted he wanted her to be found. You know? So now the eyeball killer is on the loose. The entire streets of Dallas is freaking out. Not just the prostitutes, mainly the prostitutes, but even the citizens, because there's a serial killer. Mm-hmm. You know? And there there's a phenomena. I'm not 
well versed in, so I'll probably cut all this. But when it comes out in the media and it if the media defines a serial killer's MO, a lot of times they will change the MO and detectives were actually afraid that that would happen. Could you Is also it? get copycat killers? Too? Yeah, but there were co- there are, yeah, copycat killers is a real thing, but not to this scale because as I said before, no, the the, the precision, precision and the surgical precision. I mean, you may get others trying to cut out eyes, but like you wouldn't get the same result. You wouldn't right? get you would you would get all kind of mess ups. I don't like so I don't know. listeners. The two things I that I'm worried about ever happening to me. Number one is something happening to, and this may sound vain, but I'm actually concerned about it. Number one, something happening to my eyes. That would hurt, and I like my eyes. Number two, something happening to my teeth. I always have dreams about my teeth falling out, and it's always realistic. I can, like, feel them falling out, and they, like, crumble, and I know that's, like, a, it's, it's, like, a regular dream. Hmm. Like, like that's, like, a normal dream to have, as in, like... like in it, Tusk. No, not in Tusk. In Tusk, he had his teeth ripped out. You in this, my that. teeth actually... That's part of your dream? Your huh? teeth getting ripped out It's not part of your dream? My teeth getting ripped out is not part of my dream. They fall out. Like, I'll, like they'll just crumble out of my mouth. It's actually really scary because in my dreams, like I've said before, they're very vivid. So I have like all five sensations in my dream, like, and they, usually I can feel it happening. After these two killers, the Dallas police, the females, started doing prostitution stings oh because they were trying to get the women from the Dallas police that looked kind of like what the serial killer would want. Right. And they started doing police stings. Both women that we've seen have looked like Western European women. So I got actual footage from that. So let's watch it. And uh, and the king is in the This is Reno 911. Thai food delivery places. Uh, What they do is they send over a little Thai girl. It's prostitution ring cover. It's horrible. They have these little girls. They don't know what country they're in or the language or who they're... They're raising, they're raising like sex veal. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> yes. Uh, a great show. Uh, I love this Lazy show. Lazy Sierra Arms Motel on uh, exit three, room nine. I'd like uh, the daily special, extra spicy. <laughs> Lieutenant <minutes>. Dangle. <laughs> Thank you. This is the greatest uh, show ever. Drop a set. Okay. Killing floor to Eagle's Lair. Can you read me? Eagle's Lair. I copy you, Killing Floor. Hey, how are you? Hey, better now. Thank you very much. Well, I'm just in town for the uh, hair convention. And got the room for tonight. Thought maybe it'd get me a little uh, Pacific job. Eat that little towel. Uh, maybe uh, take a little trip to Bangkok and uh, ain't talking about the town, talking about the. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do shit. have to say, though, like, I'm excited to have like legit Chinese food when I go home because the Chinese food here, the Japanese food here is is good that I've experienced in South Carolina, but like the Chinese food is 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 not that great. 
the Dallas police started even doing their own prostitution stings. They would get girls that kind of matched what the killer would most likely be attracted to, trying to bust them that way. Like the the females for the police officers? Yeah, the female police officers. Okay. So that's why I showed you the video. But no luck there. And not only that, the killer's escalating his killings. Huh. He's got two now. The media is going freaking crazy over this. Eyeball killer, yada, yada, yada. I mean, all the prostitutes are freaking out. The cops are afraid that he would change his MO completely because so much media attention. And he does. Now, I want to point out, the black prostitutes, they weren't like, oh my God, don't worry about it. Like, I know they're a serial killer, but, you know, he's only doing white women. Oh, okay. They weren't concerned. I'm fine. I'm a black woman. I'm fine. Okay? I'm fine. Fine. I'm great. March 19th, 1991. So a few months later. So this is within a six-month period. Remember, the first one was in December. Second one in February, two months later. Third one, we're in March. Right. So... One a month. The police are freaking out now because now they have a serial killer that's escalating his force. He's cutting out all the eyeballs. Everyone's freaking out. Media is plastering everything about all these speculations, you know? Right. And he goes and changes his M.O., which is something the police did not want to happen. Mm -hmm. Shirley Elizabeth... Williams, mm-hmm. 41-year-old oh. streetwalker. She's a black prostitute. Now, keep in mind, these, these murders were sexually charged but, as far as... But there was no evidence. There was no evidence of rape. So the best way to think about it was a hatred for... Prostitutes. prostitutes. You and, know what's also interesting? Yeah. Is that all of them are over 30. They're all older mm-hmm. women. So no, I'm the wonder- second one was 27. Okay, so... Sexual sadists believe that all women, heterosexual sadists, believe that all women are bitches, whores, and sluts. That includes his mother, his grandmother, his wife, his girlfriends. Okay. So the killer's a sadist? Yes, he's a masochist sadist. According to... Uh, Isn't a masochist when you hurt yourself, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he probably enjoyed the pain, but also giving pain to other people. Yeah. So he probably had, like, a gag in and, like, all that other S&M stuff. That's what S&M stands for, a sadist masochist. Yeah. Why do I know this stuff? I'm sure we've talked about it in another episode before. No, we haven't. Okay, that who you just heard was Robert... He goes by Roy Hazelwood. He's a retired FBI profiler. And I was he's, wondering what the name Robert Stan stood for. Yeah, he's a he's a very he to be Conroy, right? What? He's like the name Roy. Like, oh, like, where? What where is, is the, it come What from? is Roy? I was recently thinking about that. I think because of Roy Halladay, rest in peace. He was a good base. He was a pitcher, and he played for the Phillies, and he was killed in a plane crash recently. Okay, so Roy Hazelwood, FBI retired. He's the father of 
profiling for sexual predators. So he actually came up with all the categories to profile these guys and put them into a list. Mm-hmm. So he's he's the guy. That was him talking about what he thinks this guy is doing. Mm-hmm. So he's he's got a hatred for women. He is a sadist, which he likes giving pain to women. Yeah. He calls them bitches, whores, and sluts. His words, not mine. He's also a masochist, which he likes to get pain. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, at around this time, the FBI profilers released this. The killer was most likely white male, Typical. mid... What? There are a lot of serial killers are white males. White male, mid-30s, resident of Oak Cliff, which is the place that both the bodies were dumped. Mm-hmm. Education background as a scientist. Huh. Physically fit. He's had, he has many friends. He was well-respected in the community. He had many friends that were in law enforcement. And he drove an older model pickup truck. They also predict that he would strike again. That was the FBI profile. It is so interesting, like, how a profiler can come up with so much detail like that. Like, I feel like I'm like, yeah, 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 I could see everything up to, like, through the scientist part. And then it gets, like, super detailed about, like... But when you think about it, he probably, I mean, no, because he had friends that were in the law enforcement, they would know him, they could vouch for him, they wouldn't ever suspect him. And he drove a pickup truck because when you drive a pickup truck you can put a tarp over whatever it is you're carrying in the back of your truck and then easily dispose of a body. Yeah, it's like, what makes you think of, like, that makes you say, like, this person has a lot of friends. You know? Because no one suspects him and he hasn't been caught yet. He wasn't a loner. It's not someone that you would immediately point a finger at. Something about, like, the profile where, like, He's got a lot of friends. Because, like I said, like if you can if you can get away with not just because one, he puts but them two, out in public, and doesn't try to dispose of them privately. I mean, that could be something, I guess. Like, like when you say he has a lot of friends, especially in law enforcement. The thing that I immediately think of is that someone that you would never, ever, ever expect. Because it's, it you know, someone well-respected who has a lot of friends in that field would not be capable of pulling off a crime like that. Mm. Do you think the killer is in law enforcement? That's a that's a twist that's possible. Um, no, I feel like I mean, well, he's it's be possible. A he's a sign. Oh, he could be the coroner. Oh, Doug, thank you. Shirley Williams was a third prostitute killed. Right, she was an African American woman. No, so the thing about she was left in a fetal position. The thing about yeah. Shirley Williams. Is Are there other cuts on her? This forty-one-year-old fully unrobed, derobed. This forty-one-year-old black prostitute. So number one, black prostitute. That's a different mo. So he changed his mo, and this may have been because the media was defining him 
and maybe he didn't want to be defined. It'd be, you may, maybe he didn't want to be put into a box. You don't know me, bro. So 41-year-old Shirley Williams was displayed in front of an elementary school. Oh, God, no. Where all the kids saw her body <sighs> before they finally Yikes. recovered it. She was That's, that go on. She was cut up pretty badly and it was more sloppy. So he maybe oh. didn't have time he was it was sloppier. So he maybe didn't have time to Did he shoot her in the back of the head as well or just cut her up? Uh she was shot, yeah. Why would you do that? She was shot in the back of the head. Her eyeballs were removed, but it was a lot sloppier. So You can't tell from that picture, though. Yeah. That is a pretty bad picture. Yeah, but her eyelids are shut. You can't, like, like from this image, you can't, you wouldn't be able to tell. Well, that's the whole point. <sighs> okay, I, so- I know, but I'm just saying, like, seeing, like the other images that we ha- have seen tonight were not as... You couldn't see the eyelid. This is, like, even though it's not a high-quality picture, it's just, like, the fact that he derobed her and cut her and shot her, like, the other victims had their clothes on. No, they didn't. No, they were naked. Mm-mm. He, the last one, she had a floral top that was half up. and But her well, fupa was hanging out, Jen. Her fupa was hanging out, but she had a shirt on. Like, she's fully clothed. That fully unclothed. Derobed. Jen, do you see her shirt? Her dress? No. You can see her breastesses. And, anyway, it's the fact that you would, like, even if she had clothes on, to leave a dead body in front of an, not just a regular, like, not a middle school, not a high school, an elementary school, that is going to scar some children potentially for life. True. You know? It's like, pretty screwed up. That's traumatic. That's not okay. And well, clearly, this none of the things that this killer does is okay. I agree. I'm just saying, you don't, if you're gonna leave a body, don't leave it in front of an elementary school. As children walk to school, they could see the naked woman crumpled against the curb. An unopened condom was beside her body. Go look at her eyes and tell me if they're there, the detective said to the medical examiner. And then the field agent flipped open the eye eyelids gone he said now we have our third victim so now we have a now he's officially a serial killer. officially a serial yeah. killer mm-hmm. changes mo he's cutting out the eyes every all the street walkers frantic they were all helping the police they would come in and they don't want to be at the police station but not only that he also this is the second victim he left a condom next to yeah un unopened condom right yeah so now the plush pros now all the prostitutes are going to the police station. The one place they never want to be because right. they've been there plenty of times. And they're trying to help them because this is this is their job. And now they're scared that this, they're going to get their, their eyeballs cut out. It's their life. Yeah. And this, these are their friends. They All the prostitutes know each other. You know? Sure. They're all in the same business. Yeah. Small community. You know what I'm saying? No idea. Yeah. So... One woman did come forward. 
Now, a lot of when the media took this, just like it always happens, you have husbands saying calling in the police oh my wife is the eyeball killer you have friends oh i know some guy that's the eyeball killer you have thousands of leads so per usual the police station gets swamped with bullshit leads they go nowhere but one did come in that was pretty good and it was veronica rodriguez she was known, she's a streetwalker too. She was known to the Dallas police as not even being there. Like 90% of the time, she was so coked out of her mind that you couldn't even understand what she was saying. And the other 10% of the time, she was normal. But that 90% of the time, she was talking about all kinds of stuff. She was talking about all kinds of stuff. She wasn't there. She was a cracked out prostitute. The cops already knew her reputation. She has a big reputation for lying. So she comes in there to the police station and she says, Mary Pratt, the first victim, I know who killed him. Her. I know who killed her. And the cops were like, okay, sure. Let's put this in with the other thousand leads. Because they didn't believe her. She's a cracked out prostitute. Right. No, I do know who killed her. Because I was there. I saw her got murdered. I saw her get murdered. Well, that's a twist. I didn't expect. I know who killed my friend, Mary Lou Pratt. And they're like, yeah, whatever. No, I was there. I was there the night she got shot. She got shot in the back of the head. So here's my story. There's this man. He's kind of a regular he drives a white pickup truck. Oh, pickup truck. And he got both of us, Mary Lou Pratt and myself, because he wanted a little menage. They went to the a vacant field where they could be alone, and they serviced him right up. Good. They both did things. Things that your mama wouldn't want to know. Ear. What? And then in between the middle toe. What? Like all kinds of shit, right? Are you being serious about that? No. <laughs> and thing? No. Between the middle toe? <laughs> so they're all coked out. All of them are coked out. And then Veronica Rodriguez, remember she's on crack. She remembers an argument breaking out. And the, the guy, the su- suspect, the uh, supposedly the guy that the John, the one that killed her, takes his gun and hits her Veronica over the back of the head. She freaking blacks out. Oh god! But she comes to, you know, she's like, uh, 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 what, what happened? Uh? And she, in the corner of her eye, she sees about fifty feet away. The other two fighting and Mary Lou Pratt's fighting for her life. He pulls out a gun, the same gun he hit uh, Veronica with. Ow! Wow! Shoots her right in the back of the head. Mm. So what does she do? 
She, she fucking books it, man. She runs like freaking hell. See, if that were me, I would play the role of an opossum and I would play dead until <laughs> I knew it was safe. Yeah, I mean, that's not a bad strategy. She actually, she, so she ran. And she ran. I ran so far away. Oh, I ran. I ran so See, I far gave you guys away. Up. Wanna get away? She actually hid. She was hiding in a metal pipe. What? Yeah, she was like buried in a pipe, and the guy like was a drainage? yeah, like a drainage sewer? pipe, and he was calling out her name, and she was like, Ugh. and then finally she got where she knew she wasn't gonna get seen. She runs to a a, a house that has his light on, so she runs in, and the guy's like, it's okay, it's okay. You know, we'll call the police. So she got saved. Right? Now. But it took her a while for her to go to the cops. What do you mean? Well, Mary Lou happened in December. Yeah, but think about it. You're a prostitute. What are you going to say? Hey, I was uh, was turning tricks trying to get my crack rock. Come on. Like, that's the last thing you want to do is go to police. Well, there's a serial killer on the loose. It doesn't matter. They don't want to... Prostitutes don't want to go to police. So during this time... They'll draw attention to themselves. Exactly. So during this time... But they all flooded to the police station because they they want to protect their business. They want to get the serial killer caught. So they were all helping them after the third murder. Right. They were done with it. So they were all come And the uh, smart thing that the police did do was they knew that this couldn't be just a one time and done thing he had to be a routine customer mm-hmm. but a normal prostitute would turn 20 tricks a day Oof. they got a lot of johns to look at right a lot of use yeah so she sees it happen mm-hmm. she's hiding in a pipe a like a sewer? Yeah. But she runs to 1305 El Dorado Avenue, the house. Now, there's a truck driver that lets her in. And he is like, don't worry about it. Yada, yada, yada. The So she goes to the police station and tells a story. Now, they... Four months later. Yeah, four months later after third murder. Because they're all freaking out. They got to protect their business. Right. So she tells them the address. I, I went to 1305 El Dorado Avenue, yada, yada, yada. This guy's truck driver saved my life. They do the investigation on this guy. And this guy's got all kinds of stuff in his background. Hmm. And they were trying to pinpoint anyone. So they looked at him, his background, and it was suspicious. But... He didn't actually own the home. A guy named Charles Albright owned the home that he was living in. The truck driver was renting it. They looked at old Charles Albright, and he was a very suspicious character. He's very eccentric. Did she, so? Did she like run to the house of her killer? No, not the killer. The killer's accomplice. The land. The landlord of the killer. The landlord. No, the. Tenant of the killer. The landlord The landlord is the killer. She ran to the killer's house. Rentee. 
Tenant. Tenant. Charles Albright is the owner of the house. Mm-hmm. And he's he's drives a truck. He fits the description. He's a 40... Well, actually, he's 51-year-old, salt and pepper mm-hmm. hair. So got the age wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got the age wrong. Let me tell you about the killer's background real quick. Mm-hmm. Very, very smart. Very highly intelligent killer. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Um, when he was 13, he started getting in trouble. Now, he was actually in an orphanage home. Mm. He was adopted out mm. to two parents. The mother was very strict. Disciplinarian. Authoritarian. Authoritarian. You had to play piano this many hours a day. You had to do this. So he, he actually got really smart. Played piano really good. He could play like Chopin. So he, he grew and he was very popular growing up because he was... Very intelligent. Mm -hmm. And he was very good looking. Was he a scientist? He was very well versed in the sciences. Mm. Okay. When he was just a young lad, he got interested in a very weird subject. That's actually a very weird... He got interested in a very weird hobby that, doing my research, is actually becoming more popular today. A hobby that many professional women are now turning to. I think that in many aspects, taxidermy is very similar to tattooing, where you have a very male-dominated industry with a lot of old-school guys who have been perfecting their trade secrets for Uh -uh. generations, and it's sort of passed on from mentor to mentee. If any of the legs break or fall off or whatever, don't worry about it. It's just an effect of the dry ice that they were kept on when they were shipped to me. And if it's a male, all you do is pull the penis out through the penis sheath backwards, and it'll pop right out. The fuck? (laughs) What the hell? Oh, that's a great documentary, by the way. That, That girl is she is a taxidermist and she's traveling the country right now. It's a great documentary. I'll put it on the website. She's teaching women. She's teaching women and men how to taxidermy like squirrels, rats, your dead dog. Charles Albright got into taxidermy and that is taxidermy is becoming a weird hobby. I don't like it's up and coming. I watched this documentary and coming. I, I watched this like documentary that. today. Yeah. I do not like that. A lot of professional women are getting into it. No. Why? And not even it's, just as a woman, like as a person. It's actually it's really yeah. because yeah. it the way they were explaining it is you we have, we have to watch the documentary. You take something mm-hmm. that's dead and you So even if it's a memory, let's say old let's say old hubs. Of- no, 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 right? No, no, I don't understand. Like they're they're taxiderming like squirrels, rats. I don't get the fucking point. It's disgusting. It's gross. It's unsanitary. I don't understand. Also, they have a new website that you can go to. You send them a picture of your pet that you want to memorialize, and they'll create the pet in a stuffed animal form. I think that's cool. Yeah, that's I'm nice. Down with that. I don't like the fact that you, it's like here's Jake, like actual stuffed Jake. stuffed. Not okay. That's strange. No, we're not getting our dog stuffed. No. My dogs are cremated, most of them. Yeah, I would do that. What about a human? So, y'all would stuff me and then y'all can high-five me. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. That's really fucked up. 
I'll keep the memory of you in my heart forever, but I will not stuff you. Okay, I'm not. I, I, I don't know. I don't have. I would rather cryogenically freeze you in the un, like Ted Williams. That, yeah. Well, that was just his head. Yeah. I don't have a stance on taxidermy, but I can tell you it is becoming more popular. That's strange. As a hobby. When I die, I just want to be buried. And it may be, listen guys, it may be related to the fact why true crime is becoming more popular. I don't it, It's so. more the That's death, the kind of like death reality transition. Like it's, you know. I don't I could, know. I mean, I kind of see where you're Okay, doing. anyway, it doesn't it, matter. I still think it's strange. I think that talking about true we're crime into, cases, like, what we do. Lifestyle. Yeah, what we do is different than taxidermy. I'd like to make that distinction. And so this... Killer is into taxidermy? No, he was into taxidermy when he was, like, 12. That, I mean, that's what they would do. His mom and his son would do as a hobby. See, like, even when I go to Bugaboo Creek, like, I know... Remember Bugaboo Creek? Yeah. Then I think they closed down. I don't know. The one in Swansea closed down. But, like, um, like even when I went to Bugaboo Creek, even though the, the, the animals were not real taxidermy, I still thought it was kind of creepy. It, they weren't real? No, they were animatronic. Oh. Moose talked. Oh, did that? Oh. Yeah, and the Christmas tree in front. I've only been to one Bugaboo Creek in my life, so. It was a great experience. But I bet you the, like, moose and tattooed moose is real. Yeah, those in the deer. That's real. In the plaque to John Michael Perry. Yeah, that was yeah. really cool. That was there. really cool. <laughs> I, I wish you would have taken a picture in front of it. I mean, we have plenty of opportunities to go back. True. We might I be able to pictures. steal it. Yeah, so, all right. Now, they weren't really wealthy growing up, so they would taxidermy a lot. So, Charlie Albright, the little Charlie. Why? It could be a, a, a method but that's of income. Just, no, that's just, no, they weren't making money with it. It was just a hobby. But so they would, so he would taxidermy a squirrel, right? And then he would go to the local taxidermy shop, and because he was really obsessed with the eyes. That's strange. Even I, in the dead animals. I guess Ooh. I can understand like taxidermy in terms of larger animals. I still I, don't, I okay, still don't yeah. understand. I don't I really see it way more than I do with like a squirrel yeah, or a rat. Like, I don't really I don't There's really, some really cool squirrel taxidermy things. I mean like I, I understand no, why people I don't see it. Like I really don't want to see it. I'll see, probably puke. Here's the thing that I don't get. Like I don't I don't really like hunting. I understand that we Correct. need to hunt to kill, like, to, to like, for survival means, that's, yeah, for sustainability and survival, that's one thing, but if you're, like, going out to, like, the savannah and killing lions or, like, even just shooting deer for game, for fun, and you're not doing anything with it, like, you're just going out to kill deer, I don't like that. I'm sorry, I don't. Um, and, I, but, but, but I can understand, like, taxidermying a deer or a boar or something that's like a real prize to kill to to make it a trophy rather than taxidermying a squirrel or a rat. It's just, or even it, putting a fish on the wall. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't really get it either, so I can't... Whatever. All right, so... Someone please email me at, <laughs> at or Facebook message me and explain it. I don't get it. I just don't. Like, okay. seriously. So he would go to the local taxidermy shop and they would look, they had all these eyes in a barrel, these nice porcelain eyeballs. They're fake, right? Made of marble or whatever. But his mom, 
being frugal and strict was like, no, 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 you can't buy those. Those are expensive, and you've been killing a lot of squirrels and stuffing them. We can't afford that. So he would have to settle for buttons, old buttons. So he would his squirrels that were taxidermied, they would be buttonized. See, I knew it. I knew that it was a mom thing. But he was always obsessed with eyes. So anyway. Because his mother told him he couldn't. And then the, the women that he killed, even like two of them were over 30 and one looked like a mom. And I think it was to get back at his mother. That was the goal. There you go. Well, all right. So he was always obsessed with eyes. And when he was in college, this is really fucked up. His roommate had a bad breakup. His girlfriend. So now it was his ex-girlfriend. He was heartbroken. And this guy was a prankster. Charlie Albright was a prankster. The eyeball killer. He's a prankster. Always did jokes. Funny jokes. Ha <laughs> His roommate broke up. They broke up. He's heartbroken. So what does he do? You know, does a prank to maybe make him feel better. He goes and he steals a bunch of her pictures just like selfie photos, you know, the old Polaroids. And he cuts out the eyes and then he glues the eyes all over the apartment and like in the bathroom. So his roommate. What's that movie? The his, Truman Show. His roommate is going to the bathroom and the eyes of his ex-girlfriend are staring at him everywhere. He cuts out all the different body parts and puts together the girl that he met before she went and was like, this is a fake Truman. Mm, no, I was going with what's the movie where they like put glass in the eyes. Oh, I don't know. It's a horror Mirrors. movie. Mirrors. The mm. one the one that I watched, I couldn't literally couldn't look in the mirror for like a week. They put glass in the eyes. Uh. <laughs> and they saw like the guy they had to look through all the phone videos. Oh. oh. It was a Hannibal movie. Yes. Red Dragon. Yes. Yes, it was Red Dragon. Thank you. Okay, so now... How do we come to that determination at the same time? I don't know. We have a thing, you know? We do. It's all... So now, the eyeball killer is on the suspect list. Charlie Albright. And they go through his past. They figure out, wow, he's big in a taxidermy. He has an obsession with exacto knives. You know, those really sharp knives. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and this was all corroborated. Corroborated. What is it? Corroborated. Corroborated. This is all corroborated. What was it? Corroborated. Corroborated. This is all corroborated by all the prostitutes because he was a regular John. Yeah. And they all came forward and said, this guy, yeah, this guy's probably the one. Salt and pepper hair. You know, he's weird eccentric, and he's in the community very well liked. He played on the softball team with one of the detectives. Push it real he good. And he didn't like, yeah, he didn't like violence either. When there was a confrontation, he didn't want to get involved. Sounds like me. He was very eccentric, though. You would come over to his house, he would woo the women. Now, he was 51 years old at the time, but he could play you Chopin. He can read you poetry. He can cook for you. He would woo you, but he liked them prostitutes. Mm. Well, he liked to go to the prostitutes. He would constantly yell at them. You ho, you hoes need to die, all this stuff. He would yell at all the prostitutes, hated them. In fact, one of his first ever 
encounters with the prostitutes, he got crabs. Oh. Which probably <laughs> helped, you know. You know, you yeah. can get crabs from sitting on a toilet seat. Ew. That's why I always do seat liner. I really appreciate the establishments that have seat liner. When he was 15, he got crabs from his first prostitute. Ugh. You know, I really think that, like, AIDS what seemed to be such a bigger problem in the 90s than it, than it is today. Yeah. Not to say it's bigger, like, not as important. It's still important, but, like... That like I think that it was more stigmatized. Oh well, yeah, there was people. Not really much of a I mean, you know, there are there's still like you I read an article today that they're still actually. And future John, you can cut this if you want to. I don't really care. They're actually still turning away homosexual men who want to donate blood. Well, yeah. Mm. I mean, they. I don't want to get transfused with AIDS. Well, I would hope they would test the blood first, right? But like, yeah, but even, still, dude, won't... I don't want to take that chance that they miss it. But like, what? but like, if you, like, if you're using protection, you know, like, no, still, no, I don't deal with that. All right, so they they get this guy, right? They finally get him, right? And they know it's Sam. He's he can't outsmart the cops forever, and they go to his house, and they find all these exacto knives in the attic and all this shit. They were looking for the eyeballs, but they can never find the eyeballs. Anyway, he Did confessed. He, he confessed. No, he Did he, he put them in his animals. He never said where they would. They're in his. He animals. put his eyeballs. Wait, so tell, so tell us about the arrest. Like, like so, what, he like, was what, caught, and what? How? What, what was, was he sentenced sentence? to? Yeah. Okay, so they didn't find any evidence. They they couldn't actually put him on the crime. The last body. They found a hair, and they thought it was going to link to him. But it didn't? But it wasn't a human hair. Um, and so the... It was a taxidermy hair? The So the hair, there was a single hair. So Rodriguez brought them back to the vacant land where they always would take the clients. Right. And they found her jacket, Mary Lou Pratt's jacket. There was a single strand of hair on it. The forensic... Experts, scientists. The forensic scientists looking under this hair under a microscope. And the way a human hair is, it's like cascaded, like the cells or whatever. And it was like, all right, this isn't a human hair because this hair was like... I mean, I can't explain what fucking hair follicles look like. But it was different. And they looked through all their textbooks and nothing matched. Like, okay, this isn't... This isn't a dog. This isn't a cat. This isn't a deer. This isn't a house mouse. What is it? It was the hair of a squirrel. Hmm. But not just the hair of a squirrel because the hair, and this is a good fact of the day, the hair on the head of a squirrel was different. This was a tail hair of a squirrel. Hmm. (laughs) And that was the same hair follicle it matched identical to one of his taxidermy squirrels uh, in his house, uh, so that's how they linked them. Huh, interesting. Yeah. So after that, it was pretty much, okay, you're caught kind of thing. So he confessed, and he's in Oh, he confessed. Yeah, he's still in prison. Mm-hmm. Is, did he get life? Yeah, he's there for life. Thanks, guys, for listening to Talk Murder to Me. Thank you for... Uh, thank you to Nicole and John for my amazing birthday gift thank you guys so much I am going to miss you on my trip when I go away we'll miss you too Jan 
And um, I hope you have a great week. Um, And to all of you listeners, you hug your pets close tonight. Okay? Please don't taxidermy them. Yeah, don't Or anything. So, thank you guys. Thank you for your support. And we love you. If you haven't done it yet, please, please, please stop whatever it is you're doing. Leave us an iTunes review. And if you really love us, subscribe to us on Patreon. Thanks. Bye. I drank my coconut water and I don't have my coconut Jen, water. please. Finish this, then we get Velveeta. Reese's Puffs, Reese's Puffs. Yeah. Reese's Puffs. You know, I feel like we talk about the same things all the time. Mm-hmm. But it's great. Mm-hmm. And the audience never knows because it always gets cut. Mm-hmm. Um, what so, else? What other cereals? No chips at the table. Yeah, no Put chips. Put the chocolate down. There's one piece. For no indications of rape. John, just so you know, girls poop too. I think I'm done. <laughs>